hello there ladies and gentlemen welcome to episode number one of outside the box this is a new thing I'm starting we'll see how it goes I probably have to tune some audio and video things later on but as an episode one we're just gonna get started and uh, see how things go it is the new year so there's some new things I definitely want to try out this year and this being one of them couple things I just want to talk about today uh, first of which being a curse that I feel like I have every time I'm on Instagram I go on snapchat I go to any kind of kind of TikTok type uh, platform there's one thing I find is this doorbell guy uh, you've probably seen the videos it's this guy that goes up to the ring doorbell he usually says something uh, to me personally I don't find it the funniest uh, but it's 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 become a curse every single day of every single week I have seen at least like two or three of his videos and I sometimes I just can't help but die a little inside and so we're gonna we're gonna go and uh, quickly watch one of these and I'm just I'm just gonna share with you guys what I've been experiencing for the last week here Thanksgiving mail time we just got a letter Okay, so I, it's, the, the one issue I have with it is, it, I love randomness, I love weird videos like this, that's definitely not the issue, the issue is, is, there's, there's so many of them, this video that I pulled up here is a compilation, or compilation, I don't know how the fuck you say it, but it's a, a series of videos from November to January, so not that far away and it's 23 minutes long each of these videos are probably between five and maybe six seconds long like they're they're not very long and so there's a lot of them and I mean props to the guy he's doing his craft people do enjoy them I mean he still does it so it's gotta mean someone enjoys it so I mean rock on him definitely no hate towards towards this guy it's just I I don't get it. It's like it's like NFTs, and I get and I get why they're there. I get why NFTs exist, but I I don't get why people buy them. Because again, it, it it at the end of the day, it really is just a picture. There is a blockchain attached to it, and you own that picture, but it's it's still a picture. I at least with like Bitcoin and things like that, you're converting real money into Bitcoin, into cryptocurrency. So it still has a value. Yeah, that value can drop and, you know, can go up and can go down, but it's still, it's still money at the end of the day. NFTs are essentially just a picture that you, you purchase and you own that picture. And I, I mean, I have seen some cool ones out there. I like, they're definitely some good artists and they definitely deserve to sell their work but the fact that someone like I forget if it's Logan Paul or Jake Paul but they sold NFT for six million dollars I think it was a, a, a Pokemon card and I don't know the exact story of this but the fact that you can have a Pokemon card and I don't know if it's the physical one or if it's a picture of a Pokemon card but if you can sell that Pokemon card for six million dollars, and at the end of the day, you don't even get that physical Pokemon card, uh, it, it's just astonishing to me. I don't know. 
it's crazy i don't know there's a lot of things out there that just kind of exist for no reason and i could probably go like on a, a 10 hour rant of this but back to the video here this guy he's made a career out of this and i'll show you another one real quick um the candy corn one was kind of <laughs> i don't really get it um I mean, it is, I guess, new, uh, new November, so candy corn is a thing that exists during that time, but I, I don't know. That video just kind of doesn't have any purpose. I just want to show you guys another one real quick. Hi, little kitty. You're so cute. Hi, little kitty. Do, do, do. Get away from her! I, mean, I am a fan of loud noises. Don't get me wrong. Things like people screaming into a camera. It's great. I love it. But... Again, why? And I've seen so many of these ring and doorbell videos. I actually saw one this morning from a different guy. And you've you've probably seen it. It's um, where these three guys come home from a party and one pulls out a pizza cutter instead of his keys. And then the other guy falls. So it's a lot of people have seen the video. But I saw a second one. And that video, don't get me wrong, that video is great. I love that video. But I saw this other one where this guy, the, one of those guys, he goes up to the same camera and he's like, Hey, man. You forgot your your jacket at the strip club and then he's like oh shoot he has a wife so he tries to I guess re I guess divert the conversation to something else and it just I videos like that like the setup ring doorbell things I can't I don't find them as funny same thing with like security camera videos and stuff like that if it's evidently staged I I can't find it too funny. I mean, I love comedy. Don't get me wrong. Jokes, great. But when things are staged, it just ruins the authenticity of it. And I, th I find with, like, TikTok, and I, I personally don't have TikTok. I don't go on TikTok. I, I go on Instagram, which is kind of my version of TikTok, I would say. But it, if you see a video that's staged, it just... It hits a little different. It's not as funny. Uh, usually there's some good like key signs that it's fake. Uh, I find within a world nowadays where everyone wants to become, I guess, a social media star in a way that you can't really trust everything. And I find myself being like hyper-focused on what is real and what isn't real. And it ruins from the video. I hate that I think like this. It's, it's, it's a horrible way to live. I question every single video that's out there, although every once in a while I'll see a real one, and it'll be great. Like this morning I saw a video of uh, the street interviewers, which by the way, some nards on these people, going up to random people on the street, basically asking them to share some private information. It's just, most of them are cringy, but I saw this one, and at first this kid gets interviewed and he says that he he snuck out of his house and he's trying to he's trying to go shopping and then it cuts to the second interview which i uh, that's probably the second or third but it's his mom and she she's like oh yeah i'm looking for my son he snuck out i'm trying to find him and again i don't know if it's real but very well can't be or it can be a can't be i don't know but it's a funny video. It's got a kind of irony to it. It just, it just makes me laugh every once in a while. I don't know. 
I feel like I feel like in the world there's so many bad videos and there's a handful of good videos that when you find the good ones it brings a genuine smile to your face I recently went through all my Instagram saved videos and oh boy did I watch some weird things back in the day there would be random like bass boosted um, like R6 it'll be like uh, Tachanka from R6 and there'll be some weird content on there and maybe I'll go through it at some point but it's videos like that they're great they make no sense I mean they kind of have a purpose to them but at the end of the day they're not like a, a philosophical meaning to them they just kind of exist but they're funny and that makes it great on the topic of content out there one one thing I saw recently which I actually heard from another podcast uh, which shout out to them it is the basement yard best podcast in the world but I heard about this lady that farts in a jar and sells them and I didn't I, I finished that podcast but I didn't do any more research I just kind of left it at that and just yesterday I went to her YouTube channel and I I saw her do a video on reviews of people that have bought it and I only saw a clip of it about a guy named B and holy cow am I I'm just mind blown that she could do this I mean good for her like she is making money like I ain't, I'm not a hater I am if anything I am a fan I, I surely won't be buying from her because I have no interest in farts at a jar but she has a good business model and she's making bank off of it so great I just want to show you guys the TikTok uh, this is her original TikTok about her talking about how much money she made and I'm going to share this one with you guys and then we're going to go into the review and oh wow oh wow I made $45,000 in one week selling my jars of farts. And ever since my last TikTok went viral, I've been getting a lot of questions such as how long do the farts last? Did I really fart 97 times in two days? First off, 97 farts in two days. That, that's got to be a Guinness World Record. I'm, hold on, I just got to Google something real quick. It wasn't what I was looking for, but the deadliest fart out there is cow farts. Not, <laughs> not what I was going for. You know, I hate that I Google this. I, I'm just gonna back out of that. I don't. It's it's a lot of farts. It's gotta be. It's gotta be a lot. P send it to Guinness. Get it approved. Get a plaque. You deserve it. Who buys my farts and why? And what are some of my tips and tricks? So the first question I... I have a good question as well. Who buys your farts? It's got to be people that are rich because mind you, she sells these farts for $1,000 per jar. And I'm no like Sherlock Holmes on 
quality of farts, where they come from, and all that. But a thousand dollars is a little much. If I were a connoisseur of this sort of content, I would be paying like fifty bucks. I mean, if the jar is high quality, we can go up to a hundred. But at that point, that's still way too much. I don't know. I, I, I just can't I just can't see why people would actually buy this. I get asked a lot is how long do the farts last? And the smell is most prominent for the first two days, but as I like to say, one whiff makes memories that last a lifetime. I yeah. I've definitely I've definitely released some uh, farts there that have lasted a lifetime. They scar your brain for a bit. But I I don't know if you would actually smell something. I saw in I think it was Last Man on Earth. They had a scene where, I mean I I don't know if I'm gonna spoil anything here. If you're watching the show, it's kind of old now. But his brother comes down from space because he's been stuck up there for so long, and he comes back to Earth. They go to their old house before the brother's about to die, and they smell the fart jar. And maybe, maybe that didn't even happen. I'm just thinking this happened. But I, I could have sworn it happened. And they didn't smell anything. I've never done it myself, so I don't know if it will work. But I, I don't really know how you'd capture a fart. I mean, you can build some sort of device that would just put it directly into the jar. That would probably be the best way of doing it. But I don't think she has that kind of device. I think she's just letting one rip in a jar and sealing it up and she puts a rose in it which by far ruins the smell in there because if you're buying a fart and someone puts a rose petal in there it's going to smell like a rosy fart or just a rose so it ruins it ruins what you're paying for I the other thing is is when she's putting the rose in there there's got to be at least like maybe 30 seconds maybe like 20 seconds you know we'll go 10 seconds 10 seconds of her after she farts to put in a rose petal and seal it up at that point most of the gas will escape so unless you have the rose in there first then you fart and then you seal it up that's probably the most efficient way of doing it I mean, that that's how she can do it. She doesn't really show how she does it. At least I don't think. But this is some pro tip. So, hey, if you're going to start up a business where you're going to sell farts, then this this is how you do it. Rose first. I mean, don't put a rose. Just, you know, put a piece of paper in there. Maybe sign a piece of paper. Sign the jar or something. That, that's a more, like, authentic way of doing it. You're not ruining any kind of smells or anything in there. That's just the most pure way of doing it. But let's get let's get back in the video. See what she has to say about these tips and tricks. Now, why do people buy my farts in a jar? I honestly think it's because I have a really good personality. Excuse me. I I don't think and and the basement yard actually brought this up though I think of it personality doesn't relate to how good your farts smell I mean you could have a great personality but it doesn't mean at least myself it doesn't mean that I want to smell your farts 
I've met some great people out there, but I would rather fly to the surface of the sun than smell their farts. I don't know. Just food for thought. And also because I'm hot. Now, what are some of my... <laughs> okay, that one's true. That, that, that one, I would see why. <laughs> people that probably would have this, I guess, fetish, if, if, if that's what you call it. Yeah, they're going to buy it if you're hot. That's just kind of... That's probably what they're looking for. That's what I would assume people are looking for. But, you know, who am I to judge? Fart selling tips and tricks. Number one, don't eat Fiber One bars. You might think it's the easy way out, but there is nothing easy about it on its way out. You know what I mean. Don't push yourself too hard, literally and figuratively. Just have fun and don't let people judge you or get you down. It's a business. You're making money and it's not hurting anyone. Exactly. Respect. It is a business. You are making money. I mean, she almost made, what, this video was $50,000. So, pff, I, I don't have $50,000. I mean, maybe I gotta start selling my farts. Probably not $1,000 worth, but, you know, we can start start low, maybe $20. $20. And I... It, it's, it's just astonishing to me. I'm just baffled. Baffled by this. This holiday season, buy a jar and support local small business. Link is in my IG. Thank you guys so much for all of the love and support. It has been seriously overwhelming. I am getting flooded with... Okay, Hol do it for holidays. I mean, if I were to open a present from my lovely sister and it was a it was this lady's fart in a jar, I I don't even know what I would what I would think. I don't even know what I would feel. Cause, I mean, you gotta say thanks. You get anything. You get a pair. Of, you get what's what's a thing you would get like? I don't know. You get a singular pencil for Christmas. It's like an irregular HB2 pencil. You gotta say thank you. You gotta appreciate that pencil. So when you're getting something like a, a fart in a jar, you I guess you gotta appreciate that too. You can't really return it. I doubt she has a returning slip or anything like that. So once you buy it, it's yours. And now one question I do have is how long do they last in the jar and if i were to ferment it for example put it in a dark spot in my room and wait like mm, let's say an hour or not even an hour let's, let's say like a week or a couple of years is it gonna ferment is it gonna smell better is it gonna smell worse i mean again you have that rose petal in there so it's it's gonna do something but i i don't I don't know what would happen to it. DMs with people asking how they can do this, how they can get one, and it's been seriously amazing. So thank you so much. Happy holidays. So and happy holidays to you too. Think she she has unlocked a part of the world like she figured it out, and she was a ninety day fiance, so she she had previous I guess a career in, a, as a celebrity, and my fan my. My sister, my mom, love 90 Day Fiance. I, I, after this, I might low-key ask them if she knows, if they know who she is. Because I, I don't watch the show as much. I mean, I've seen it. I watch it every once in a while when they do. But I don't know who this lady is. But 
a lot of people do to the point where she's making fifty thousand dollars off of jarred farts maybe big ed's gotta do that big ed looks like he's you know struggling making some merch trying to get his name out there <laughs> maybe you should fart in a jar or you know what we'll, we'll do everything spit in a jar test tube of saliva sell your dna at that point sometime in the future there's going to be cloning which will probably happen i mean they're probably working at it right now but sell your dna so in the future people can make clones of you we're going to see 40 million big eds just walking around we're not going to know which one's the real one uh, probably the one that cries the most will be the real one but we'll just have clones of the same people walking around and maybe nfts should become like this where you sell just sell things for example you can own an nft of someone's lips or someone's nose or someone's eyes what's stopping it at this point i mean i've seen some nfts out there there i mean there's the ape ones which are done by a good artist but there are some there are some interesting ones out there and What's stopping at that point? Just selling anything. They do every single frame of a movie. For example, I, I saw a video of someone talking about... Um, forgetting the name of the movie. Pulp Fiction. If you take every single frame of Pulp Fiction... took me a minute to get there. But if you take every single frame of Pulp Fiction, you sell that as an NFT... Everyone, uh, someone can own a singular frame from that movie. And so if they can do that, just take a YouTube video. You know, take a Markiplier video of him getting jump scared by a FNAF creature. And boom, there you go. You have an NFT of, of Markiplier getting scared. There's nothing stopping it. I mean, I've never produced any NFTs nor sold any or bought any, but well, what's stopping at that point? Heck, take, take a voice recording like this. Take a clip and boom, sell that as an NFT. There's literally nothing stopping it. I don't know. I feel like at some point in the future, it, we're going to get to a point where we're going to have so much just useless things that are being sold that the value of everything is just going to die. And I'm not an economic major or anything like that. I, I, I know Jack, but... Yeah, it, it could happen if we keep buying things like a picture, a profile picture. And, and and don't get me wrong, the people that screenshot those, those videos where it's, hey, you can't screenshot this because I bought it and then everyone does it and sets it to their profile picture. Respect. Respect. I don't condone stealing, but if you steal an NFT by taking a screenshot, go for it. No hate. No hate. But she did sell these jar, uh, these fart jars, and she made a video about some reviews. And the one, the one guy she talks about, I don't know if it's more. I just saw the one, but the one guy she talks about, his name, she just says his name starts with a B, so his his name's B. We'll just call him that for now. And I am astonished as to what she has to say about this. So we're just gonna, we're just gonna get into this this final video here. I, I just want to share this beautiful clip with you guys
to read to you guys some of the reviews I've gotten for my four jars. So here's one of the first reviews I've gotten. This one is from a client of mine that has been a client for many years and he actually told me many years. How long has she been doing this for? Years is a long time. Like you don't use that word lightly. And a client for years, that means he spent thousands. I don't know how much each of these jars go for. She, uh, she just gives a roundabout for $1,000. So let's just assume $1,000 per jar. So he's been a client for years. So let's just assume three as bare minimum. He's purchased maybe about five a year. That's like that's $15,000 on, on fart jars. I did that math wrong. Nope, that math was right. I just second guessed myself. $15,000. That is insane. Who who has that kind of money and just I mean, if they spend it like this, then props to them. They're they're making it in life. At that point it would be like, what, what do you prefer, a Tesla or some fart jars it's completely up to you in the beginning when i started selling my jarred farts that he has been waiting for years for me to start selling my jars of farts and that when he found out that i was selling them he couldn't believe it he literally wrote to me okay so he was a client for something else and then he was excited that she did it okay that's some context i needed so maybe he isn't spending a fifteen thousand dollars maybe it's just five grand but, I mean, he's excited for it, so he's definitely bought in, I would assume, other people's fart jars. I don't know what the market really looks like, but if you're excited for someone to sell some, then you've probably bought some in the past. You know, you don't just get excited as your, for your first one. You buy your first one, maybe take a whiff, realize that it's something spicy. Maybe they had some Taco Bell, maybe some taco time. And then you realize, hey man, I kind of like this. And then you go out buy your second one, maybe third. And then you see you see a pretty lady like her, and you say, I can't wait till she does this. And then she does it. What you've buying her entire stock at that point. What I'm trying to say is you don't you don't just get into it right away. There's gradual steps to when you get to this level. I respect you. I respect you, B me immediately and he was like literally stephanie i've been waiting my entire life for this thank you so much and he actually oh, was so taken away waiting her waiting the entire life for this that is in, in powering on my that is something charging battery you know i don't think i've really waited my entire life for anything maybe like for the last couple years I've been waiting for Dying Light 2 but that's, that's a couple years you're waiting your whole life for her to sell some fart jars that is, that is insane that is astonishing by the fact that I was starting to sell my farts that he refused to pay the sale price he said he would not pay the $500 that was the 50% off he wanted to pay original price $1,000 because he this baller has so much money 
that when she was selling it for half off, so $500, which is 50% off, he, he was like, no, I, I have to pay full price. I, I insist. I want to see what this man looks like. We should give this man a, an award. Because that is some respect, some dedication, and some absolute passion for some fart jars. Insisted that that is what they were worth, which I completely agree with you, B. His name starts with a B, so I call him B. So, B. His name is B. I believe it's Barry. I don't know. How many names real? I mean, there's like Brent. There's like a bunch of other names, but for some reason, Barry sticks out. If your name is Barry, I apologize. Uh, but Barry kind of seems like a name that would buy this. Not every Barry, but just like the special ones. He said, love you, B, by the way. Also, new shipment coming next week. I know you're really excited. I'll message you probably after I finish filming this video. Just to let you know, I have three jars reserved for you at $1,000 per jar. I know. Three jars for $1,000 per jar. So there you go. That's three grand right there. She could pay her rent with basically selling one jar. Normally people who start small businesses need to spend like, or need to sell at least like maybe 50 to 100 items of their stock, whatever they're selling, whether it's like beauty supplies or uh, maybe like necklaces, stuff like that. They need to sell a certain quantity to make their money she needs to sell one and you you bet you bet it doesn't cost her a thousand dollars to make these i mean what t 10 bucks on food go to go to burger king get yourself a whopper there you go it's like two bucks right there and jars probably five bucks rose petal probably gets a bunch of roses for like i don't know i don't know how much they cost maybe like 20 bucks so she's she's spending like thirty bucks to make this, and she's selling them for a thousand. That is insane to me. That is absolutely insane. You'll love it. I've been working really hard on this formula. So anyway, so B. Oh, working hard on a formula. So that's that's what I'm talking about. That Taco Bell, Burger King. Like she has the steps she needs to create these farts. I wonder if she's going for pleasant smelling or worse smelling. Because if it's pleasant, you know, it's it would be great. It would be, like, probably a good thing to smell. But if you're spending $1,000, it probably has to be more on the nastier side. I'm just, I'm just thinking here. I'm not sure. Said, I just got my order gorgeous, and I just have to say, wow. First of all, your beauty and business savviness is something to be admired. When I saw you were selling your precious gases, I knew I couldn't pass it up. But now, as I hold a jar in my hands, it is without a doubt the most special possession of mine. I will cherish it. Thank you for the... Oh, wow. I mean, respect. I, I respect everybody in this whole circle. Be her whoever is shipping this you know fedex respect they're probably doing some high quality handling on this as well but i most prized possession that he owns i mean 
don't get me wrong, I, my most prized possession would probably be my, either my robotics collection or my computer here. I don't own a lot, but if you get to the point where a jar of farts is the most valuable thing you own, can you imagine if you drop that, if you break the jar? That would be soul-crushing. Because you have to buy another one. I mean, if, if B's spending $3,000, there's no issue buying just another one. But if you're an average, you know, make average household income and you buy one of these, you spend like a paycheck and a half on one of these and it drops and breaks. That, that's like you buying a brand new car, taking it out for a spin just out of the, the parking lot there of the dealership. And you take your first left turn and you get T-boned. That, that's the equivalent. That, that's the equivalent of dropping one of these. It's, it's absolutely insane. The opportunity to purchase this piece of you. Regards, your admirer and fan. Thank you, B. Oh, my God. So that's, a, that's all we're going to watch from that video. But, oh, wow. B. I don't know who you are. I don't know where you are out there, but hook me up. I'll produce some great farts for you. Cause if you're if you're buying them at thousand dollars, you bet I want to get on that. That's that's not that's not chill money. That's some that's some good money there. People nowadays, I feel like, have businesses and everything. And another business, which you have most definitely heard of, Facebook. They're working on selling rental properties in the metaverse. Now, I, I don't know too much about the metaverse. I've been keeping up to, up to date with it since it came out. Uh, I've been definitely looking at a couple things in there. But the fact that you they're selling rental properties, so like, if we're not talking small amount of money here, uh, some of these, from the small bit of research I've done, I've seen some of these properties like go up for $1,000 plus. So again, you're spending, you're spending a lot of money for essentially nothing. And the funny thing about that is, is you've seen things like Halo back in the day, like Halo 2, um some old battlefield like the servers go down after a while nothing stays forever and things like fortnite or the metaverse where you're buying these properties of in-game uh, currencies uh, costumes cosmetics stuff like that eventually when the servers die all of that goes away and i i was not a big uh, fortnite player i didn't really play that game but I definitely spent a couple dollars on it. You know, I got one battle pass. Um, one of my friends liked a skin. And so just a spite of him, I bought it. And I've spent probably like 30 bucks on that game. But there are some kids out here that spent thousands of dollars on Fortnite. And, and the thing is, it's not their money they're spending. It's their parents' money. And as a parent, if, if someone came up to you and was, or let's say your kid came up to you and said, hey mom, I want to buy this, but in about 10 years, it won't exist anymore. Now you're probably looking at him being like, why would you buy, why would you buy that? 
It's because at that moment, at that time, it's popular. Fortnite was probably the biggest game out there, but you look at it nowadays and it's it's basically nothing. No one really plays that game anymore. I mean, I don't really see many people play that game anymore. For God's sakes, they had to remake it one time. And the same things with this metaverse. You're going to buy a rental property for like $10,000. You're buying a house. You know, you'll live in your metaverse world. But after probably 30 years, once Facebook, I guess, loses their stocks, they go down a bit, the servers are going to close. And while it's probably not going to happen anytime soon, it's going to happen eventually. And when that happens, all the property that you've bought and everything you've had in that time is just going to go away. And I get spending $100 on a game. I spend in-game like in-game money all the time. Uh, I was big into things like Clash of Clans, stuff like that where I spend money. But there's always a limit to how much you spend. Once you're getting into the thousands of either in-game stuff or... For example, the fart jars. If you're spending $1,000 on an item that loses its value pretty quickly, or at least within the next couple, like a 10 years or so, is it really worth buying? I'm not sure. I personally don't buy anything like that. I haven't... I, I Again, I, I, I spend in game... I spend money in game, but for... Things like new players, uh, for R6, new operators, things like that. But I don't really buy cosmetics. The closest thing to that would be Apex. I spent uh, not a lot, but I've spent quite a bit of money on there. And yeah, it was worth it. It was good while the time lasted. I still play that game every once in a while, not very often. But I like to say that, you know, I own a heirloom. I own a bunch of cosmetic skins for guns. And every time I do play that game, I'm decked out. And I mean, that that's kind of where it all, I guess, strives from is it's up to you on how much you value that game. For example, myself, I don't like Fortnite, so I'm not going to spend lots of money in that. But someone that can love it and play it for years will probably say, yeah, it was worth it. And that's kind of the funny thing about, I guess, economy and just random things is you can spend money on anything and the physical value of that item could be worth cents but because you want it it'll be worth a lot more take games for consideration uh, i live in canada so the average price of AAA games is 80 dollars it's funny how quick that 80 dollars turns to 50 then 40 and then usually sits around the $30 line. Take Cyberpunk, for example. When that game came out, it was $80. $80 flat. It, a lot of people bought that game. There was a lot of issues with it. And so the price dropped to $70. Now, it's close. I believe it's around $60. I'm not sure exactly. Uh, it could be around $50 to $60. But that game is constantly on sale because they're trying to push it out to as many people as they can because they didn't have that successful launch. So the price of it just dropped. And so who is to say that game was worth $80 at the start? I mean, 
considering how bad the launch was, it was probably worth a $30 game. You buy an $80 game like um, Dark Souls or back in the day of Call of Duty and you'd get your $80 worth of content out. But nowadays, it's just spend 80 bucks for a game, which has whatever, and then in a couple of weeks, see the price drop in by insane amounts. And there's nothing you can do about it. At least with physical retail, if you see a price drop happen, let's say a week after you bought something, you can go and you can return it and get the get the item for the amount that it currently is. Most places will let you do that, but with games, you buy it, it's yours, you can never refund it. I mean, if you can play within two hours, certain launchers will have certain time frames, but you can't really do much with it. It's just kind of yours. Some games I am looking forward to, though, is Far Cry 6 came out. It came out, I believe, I think it was a couple months ago, maybe about two or three months ago. I beat that game insanely quickly. And yeah, that game is $80 worth of content. It is massive. The map in that game is bigger than any map they've done before. There is more content in that game than any other game. It is massive. Honestly, Far Cry 6 was a great playing experience. I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed everything about it. But the fact that the map is so large and the outposts aren't exactly the same as the previous Far Cry's, I can't really say that it's the best game out there. Once you play the story, I feel like the novelty of that game kind of just wears off. Yeah, you can do some side missions. You can complete uh, some challenges, get the best guns in the game, which is what I normally do. But the fact that the map is so big and it takes me in real life, it probably it can take me maybe seven minutes to get from one side of the map to the other side of the map without fast traveling. And that's insane. That, that's so much downtime. And you can fly, you can parachute, but even gliding, whereas in Far Cry 5, you could do the same thing. You can glide from any outpost. You can get to where you want to be with fast traveling in seconds. You can get to the top of a hill, top of a mountain, wherever you want to be in, in no time at all. But in Far Cry 6, you glide and you get nowhere. You can't even make it to the next outpost in that time. And the fact that there are radars everywhere means you have to drive or you have to fly. And, and that just wears down the game quite a bit. It was a good game. I did enjoy it. Some games I am looking forward to coming out, hopefully within February. Dying Light 2, which I have been excited for this game for so long. Since they announced it, I think they announced they were working on it like two years ago. And I've been super excited for it. I didn't even know what the game was going to be about and I was hyped for it. Dying Light 1 was one of the top, like one of the best games I've ever played hands down. Immersive open world, great story. Guns were great, grappling, once you unlock that whole new world. Easter eggs were even fun in that game. Plants vs Zombies 1, it's an Easter egg you'll never forget. And when they announced number 2, they're probably going to improve on all of that. And now that they told us the environment will change on how you play, and it's taking place in more of a city, and you can go inside of the shopping malls and see these zombies sleeping and stuff like that, it just adds more content to the amazing things they already had in the game. I'm extremely looking forward to this game. 
But one issue I have, and I understand because I'm a game developer myself, they've been pushing back this game for so long. And I'd much rather wait a couple months in advance to, to get a fully fledged good game than have something, you know, something broken like Cyberpunk was. But the fact that they've pushed back this game three or four times is just killing my soul. Because I am a fan of the series. I am super looking forward to this game. But they keep pushing it back. And they push it back maybe about a week or two before it was supposed to release. And it's upsetting. And I'm hoping to God they, they pushed it far away into February. So hopefully they'll be able to release it then. And you know I'll be playing that game as soon as it comes out. I booked that day off of work. I'm in it. I am ready to play this game. Another game which is coming out, Elden Rings. I'm a massive Dark Souls fan. I started off with Dark Souls 2, so I didn't play the first one. I went from Dark Souls 2 to Dark Souls 3, which I traded, I think it was Battlefront 1, with, to my one of my friends, and he gave me Dark Souls 3. I fell in love with that game. I beat it several times. I've done a lot of the DLC for that game. I've, I've done a lot with it. I went back and played the remastered Dark Souls 1, which was okay. wasn't the best one out of the series, but it was alright. And I even play other games like Sekiro. And there was another one. I don't remember the name for it either. It was on PlayStation exclusive. And these games, these Dark Souls themed or I guess inspired games are great. They have a lot, they're a lot of fun to play with. I enjoy playing them all, beating all the bosses, doing all the quests, things like that. But Elden Ring looks more like an MMO. That's kind of what they're, they're going for a role-playing game, that kind of stuff. And it looks awesome. I'm really excited to see how it turns out and what it even looks like. I haven't watched any gameplay I've seen a few snapshots of some scenery. I'm trying. I, I don't like to spoil the games for myself, but it looks good. And this game is probably gonna win the 2022 best best game of the year. Everyone that's played it so far has been saying it's pretty good, so it's it's probably gonna win some awards. And these are some games that, at least myself, I, I'm looking forward to. And there's a bunch of games this year that are coming out that look amazing. 2022, I feel like in general is gonna is a good year. 2021 was a crappy year in the sense of a lot of fires, a lot of issues, uh, COVID especially, and no one can really do anything fun. But I feel like in 2022, things are getting a little better in the sense of games are coming back, places are starting to open up a little more. I mean, we do have the Omicron variant, but you know we'll deal with that as we've dealt with the others. But it's definitely not going to hold us back. So we're as a world, things are going to be a lot better this year. And I feel like with that, there's going to be more positive vibes. People aren't going to be as angry. 2020 and 2021 was a shit show. People getting mad at everyone. Everyone getting canceled for God knows what. 
It was horrible. It was it was crappy to live in. But in 2022, we could hope that things will just look a little bit better. And in 2022, I hope that this podcast will get get a little better. Obviously, I have to tweak a couple things. But as an episode one, I think this turned out pretty good. I'm going to leave it here at that. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And I hope to release these every Wednesday or Friday, depending on uh, some things I'm working out. But I hope it's a good start. And I'm definitely looking forward to the year. It was a pretty crappy 2021 for me. So this year, we're going to try to make things good. So I hope you enjoyed the ring doorbells and the fart jars. And if you're looking for a fart jar, you know where to get it. But other than that, you guys have a great rest of your day. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye-bye.